0: And welcome back to the Ludini Hard yeah, Rock yeah. and Metal Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi and in the co pilot's chair, as always, once again Mr. Keith the Hawk Hawkins. How you doing today, Keith?
1: What is up, Lou? What is up, people of the good world? What is what's going on tonight? It's cold as hell outside. Is I just got back cold? from New Orleans and it was like eighty degrees yesterday. And now I come <clears> back to the iceberg and it's just it's gotta be oh man, it's like barely thirty if that maybe maybe twenty nine, I don't know. It's cold. I know that.
0: Welcome to the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. The website is ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Uh, check back often. Uh, been doing tons of interviews. I've been like interview uh, guy like all week, and I've met some really cool people. I'm gonna talk to you guys a little bit about tonight. Um, and anyways, oh, so tonight's topic is the Joshua Tree versus Synchronicity. Two big albums came out within, by uh, what a year or two of each other. <clears throat> and
1: uh, Actually, uh, St. Chrissy came on 83 and Joshua Tree came out 87 So yeah, a few years A few
0: years, yeah, really close Two really major albums uh, t- t- Arguably the two biggest albums of those two bands' careers uh, So we're going to be talking about that tonight And uh, we have some picks from people on Facebook It's going to be fun um, Also, we're going to do something different I'm going to post it in the comments I have my Skype up So if somebody wants to call in We will take phone what, calls what? tonight so if you want to call in, I'm going to put the Skype number up here in a minute. Uh, once we uh, get a, get play the first song, but uh, anyway, so you are listening to Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. Uh, and oh, um, if you are a musician, you're looking for some ways to leverage the internet to uh, grow your fan base, get more engagement, get more people coming to shows, get more people uh, uh, buying some merchandise. Uh, hit me up at lulaumbardi music dot backslash more fans now, backslash more fans now, and uh, we will, uh, you know, we'll get on the phone, and I, I think you'll, I think you'll be surprised. I think you're gonna find some areas where uh, you could do a lot better, and. Uh, create a lot more engagement and a lot more interest for uh, very easily and inexpensively using the internet. So hit me up at that com backslash more fans now. We've got tons of great, we got, well, we've got three great bands to play for you guys tonight. And uh, so I'm really excited about that. We're going to start with a band, an artist that I met this week. Um, she calls herself Mishti. Mishti is a, a great uh, guitarist, songwriter, just out of this world, uh, and just a wildly interesting person, her interview will be up on the site very soon if it isn't already. So this is her track called Obsessed Mishti on the Ludini hard rock and metal circus. Uh, those are some sick effing riffs Uh, that is Mishti and I'm going to go ahead and give you the uh, the uh, website information there which we have there we are okay Uh, Mishti where is your information we like you you want to go to it's a simple Mishti.com and it's M-I-S-H-T-I and uh, great New York City guitarist dynamite guitar player check out her YouTube channel you can see some uh, really like Cool guitar uh, riffing and shredding. Um, they cover a lot of musical territory, from hard rock to kind of blues-based stuff, too, so you want to check them out. <clears throat> anyway, so um, we are talking about Synchronicity versus the Joshua Tree. Oh, mm. uh, mm. I know. Mm. This is a tough mm. one,
1: man. This uh. is tough.
0: That is a tough one. It's
1: actually two of my favorite bands of all time when it comes to just overall just songwriting and just bands that have really inspired me over the years, and I do think that one of these albums is a masterpiece. And the other ones, really, really great too. But there's, but there's a twist to it. So we'll okay, we'll so leave. go
0: ahead, jo- chime in and give us some, give us some like background info on, on the, on what you got there, brother.
1: All right, so let's start with what the one that I do think is an actual. This, the Joshua Tree is a masterpiece. I mean, if you even if you don't like U2, eh, that's, you know, that's whatever. But if you're listening to The Joshua Tree, they were kind of a sort of, I don't want to say a niche band. They were big. But after this album, they were huge, man. I mean, that just album just came out of nowhere. It just was based on their experiences of touring the U.S. and just a lot of you know Bono's trips to Central America and just having an influence in, uh, American music and blues and just their roots and like just have like a very wide landscape of thing. That's why you see them in, on this you know the album sleeve. They're in like the desert and it's just like they're just getting out there and they're just this album just came out and bang. I mean, there's just tons of great songs on this record if you're going to look at just you know where the streets have no name still haven't found what i'm looking for with or without you bullet to blue sky i mean these are just you know some of the first few songs on his album but these are all epic songs i mean like i said it's hard not to say you could all i can go on and say this album there's not a bad song on this record i mean i really like every song on the record and it's uh another great thing about this record the producers on this album, Daniel Lenoir and Brian Eno, I mean, right. come on, geniuses. I mean, just geniuses. So, that one. And if you go look down any any list of best-selling albums, rock albums of all time, or just albums, period, this album has sold over 25 million copies worldwide, people. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty impressive, man. So, it just sounds great. It has the songs, the playing solid, and... Man, I just really can't say enough about this record. But in the other corner, there is (laughs) one of the great trios of all time. It's one of the greatest rock bands of all time. The Police. We did a whole other topic on them. The Police sound like nobody else. They have, you know, it's reggae, it's punk, it's pop, it's a little this, little that. This album came out too in 1983, so it came out before the Joshua Tree. And then, like I said, it came out swinging. And the Police were already Big, big success at this point. But when they came out with this album, it just took kind of that, all right, this is a really great band, and now after this, they just left their mark as one of the greatest bands ever. I mean, it took them, it was nominated for five Grammys and won three of them. And it has a ton of big songs. On every breath you take is still played on radio, probably freaking too much. But uh, <laughs> it's just, you know, songs like... Uh, Wrapped Around Your Finger, and King of Pain, Synchronicity <clears throat> 1 and 2. I mean, these are all just epic songs. And, and my favorite, the little gem at the end, Murder by Numbers, is the uh, one of my favorite police songs. And, I mean, like I said, this is a tough one for me to choose. And, like, you know, I'd like to call it a draw, but I have my reasons behind the...
0: So you have somebody picked. You have somebody I have picked. somebody
1: picked, but we're not gonna we're gonna let that mm, cat We're not gonna we're, we're not, not gonna, like, let that blow, we're out not gonna
0: quote unquote blow our load. Yeah, so. Right up right up the right <laughs> at, right at, least at the I'm not. here. Yeah. <laughs> right out of, right out of the box here. So let's talk about this a little bit more. These records were I mean th- I mean the 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 Joshua tree was really U two's I mean, yes. I mean, they had been, like, kind of building, you know, with,
1: yeah, they were, uh, they with
0: were... War was an important record, yeah. and The Unforgettable Fire, yeah. are, are you know, there's another, is another
1: great Great record by them. <clears throat>
0: but, and, and, you know, and I think that Pride in the Name of Love was their first sort of, like, rec- song that kind of, like, made the top 40, and they had a you know big video to it.
1: That's and everything. the thing, too. This is when both of these albums really, really took off because not only did they have great songs, but they had great videos behind them. And I remember back in the day, When MTV actually played music videos, I mean that was you know that was kind of fun. So that's uh that was a big thing too. So all these songs that we're speaking of have really good videos to go along with them. So it's uh that's 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 a bonus for the band. So
0: that was so so this is kind of U two's really like you know they they they, they break they break onto the charts with the unforgettable fire, and then they do things like. they did like the live version of Bad, which gets them some radio play and some different things like that. That tour was uh, really uh, brought a lot of attention to U2. And, yes. and they traveled America extensively. And, you know, when they had first started out, you know, Bono and and The Edge and those guys were just like, they just didn't want to be like a blues-based rock kind of band like so many bands were in that era. I mean, they started like in the very very late 70s. And, you know, at the time on rock radio, you know, I mean, you know, people like Peter Frampton and even Johnny Winter. I mean, Johnny Winter, people forget Johnny Winter was a stadium act you know, yeah. uh, you know in, in the 70s, and Pat Travers, and these sort of like more uh, bands that were based on more traditional styles. And the U2 just did never, they, they really kind of tried to distance themselves from that. And I think the Police are another band that really did not come out of that tradition at all as well. Um, and it's so interesting because the Police embraced another sort of uh, traditional kind of music, which was reggae. And, and a lot of their stuff, Really leading up to synchronicity is really in that, but one of the things I've heard Stuart Copeland say was that A lot of bands started catching on to what the police were doing like Men at Work and some of these other bands that kind of sort of copying a little bit of that influence and synchronicity was an, an attempt And I don't know how big of an attempt or how successful it was in this aspect Was an attempt to divorce themselves from their previous sound And to really try to do something different. And that's why, this is where the connection with the Joshua Tree comes in. Because the Joshua Tree is the exact same thing that U2 did. Was an attempt to kind of like distance themselves from everything they'd already been doing. From all their imitators. You know, you got to realize by the time that the Joshua Tree comes out, bands like Simple Minds were like having huge hits with basically the U2 sound. You know, that was like, you know, so the U2 sound had made its way and was already influencing acts, and there were like imitators out there. So both of these records, Synchronicity and the Joshua Tree, represent a departure for both these bands, and ironically becoming this probably the biggest music, the most important records of these bands' careers. And this is why we picked this this sort of topic, um, and it is... A tough choice, just like last week's. With it's an Lizard epic throwdown. It's, an, like to call it it, it's, it's an
1: epic throwdown, man. Yeah. It's an epic throwdown. I mean, it'd be no.
0: Fa- it wouldn't be fair to put like, okay, we're gonna put you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, the Joshua Tree against you know, you know, uh, 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 Men Without Hats <laughs> or something like that. You know, what do you mean? <laughs>
1: you know, I love the safety dance, man. But yeah, that's it's it's hard to pick between the two. Like again, I mean, you're looking at just such two iconic bands and. There's a couple of things that I researched when I said I find funny. It's like I've told you uh, the the Joshua Tree has sold over 25 million copies worldwide, and that's just a Wikipedia gu- gues- gues- estimation. It's yeah. amazing. So one thing that I found interesting, though, if you look at the at the police on the top 500, this is from a Rolling, Rolling Stones to take it what you want. Top 500 albums of all time in all genres on Rolling Stones top 500. Synchronicity was 448. That just blows really? me. It blows me away. Wow. All the police, all the police records were higher than that. So you had Outlanders the you had uh, Regarded De Blanc, uh, Ghost in the Machine. You had all, all the albums Zinjara Mandata were all higher on the list than Synchronicity. Huh. Now, which will bring me to a point later, but it's the fact where maybe this album wasn't as respected. But I mean, come on, it really just I think that just even the song. You know, every breath you take. It's not my favorite police song, but it's just a it's a it's a staple of FM and AM rock radio. You can listen to it on everything. You can listen to it on, you know, on your grandparents' station, then you can turn on, you know, D V and they'd play it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's 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 everywhere. It's still to this day. And the only that's, you know, like that's like I said, that being that high on a list kind of made me that's a head scratch, but it's Rolling Stone, what are you gonna do? Another thing that kind of like kind of sucks about this album is the fact where this was a huge album and I think they were really uh, starting to hit their stride as songwriters at this point especially Sting he came off a really kind of like bad divorce at that point and I think a lot of it he made a comment that this record was written around he writes best when he's in pain so I mean it's just so it's basically a lot of the record is written around his uh, you know his turmoil in life at that point which is you know that's but that's what they say. It's honest writing, you know. So. I,
0: I want to send a shout out real quick to uh, <laughs> Greg Stewart
1: sh- and
0: and Michael uh, Morgan. Uh, you Guys are chiming in here, we love it, man. And Greg is like he's not a huge fan of either. <laughs> but those are two great. That's, that's down, okay. So that's okay, Greg. That's okay, man. And uh, like I said, this is a little bit of a pariah for us because we are definitely focused more in the hard rock and heavy metal side of things, but. We thought we would mix it up we'll and skip. do something well, you know, a little different. Like skip
1: around a little bit. Skip, mm. around,
0: skip, skip around a
1: little bit because... Uh, it's uh, my fault. I'm the pop head. I, I mean, I love metal. I love, you know, all oh, kinds of not. music. But I like, I mean, I got to give credit where credit is due well, to I, two great I, bands I, listen, and all. Yeah,
0: listen, I think that you could draw a line to some hard rock and oh. metal acts from you 2 and The Police. We talked about this a few weeks ago. I mean, I think you could draw a line from Tool... Uh, And and a lot of these more modern sounding kind of like hard rock bands, uh, you know, definitely listened, you know, that that, that music, this police and U2 were definitely in their consciousness um, and they were definitely aware of it. And sometimes you're influenced by things by just sort of osmosis because it's there, you know, it's like hanging out in your head and, you know, you're it's around. And so it just kind of becomes absorbed. I think Um, I think that the later music that happened um, with the like alt uh, alternative rock movement, the grunge movement, you know, owes a lot to bands like U2, who kind of like oh, made sure. it okay to be different, yeah, and to kind of right. like try something different and you know, play music in a different way, uh, but in any, in any, in any case, um, uh, the Joshua Tree uh, also represents U2's um, like interpretation, <laughs> the best of their ability. Of American music, yeah, Ameri- they hadn't. Their, their played, they never like one. you know. In fact, I even heard uh, Bono say basically when we started, we said "f off" to the blues, and but when they came around to the Joshua Tree, it was like their attempt to like take all this great American music and all this Americana that they were exposed to, and to say, "Well, what can we say about this?" And he said that you know they had run across different musicians on that tour that you know wanted to play with them, but they didn't feel like they had anything to offer because they had completely ignored or kind of written off um, that aspect of music. And so this was a sort of an awakening um, uh, uh, for them uh, in, in, into the American kind, of the quote unquote American
1: sound. Um, I actually heard Bono say one time, it was Bono or the Edge, I think it was Bono said that when they first started out as a band. They were such bad players that they actually just started writing their own songs from scratch because it's basically, they couldn't learn anybody else's songs. So whether that's true or not, it's just a funny story. Yeah. If they're not embracing the uh, you know roots of rock and roll, which is blues, then there's just, you know, maybe they just, but as time, you know, obviously time goes on and you play more as a band. I've seen you two live and they're, they're it's a, it's they're a great, solid. it's a solid band. They're very solid. Are they yeah. going to be like the, you know, and,
0: and let me tell best you, players you've ever me, seen? Let me, no. Let, but let me tell you why they're so solid. I just be really honest. Is Larry Mullen Jr. because he, he finally does, give us some credit un- to the he drummer. He understands the pocket. He does. And those guys can like rock to him, and they they you know. He's a very a great under record. very
1: underrated drummer. I mean, like when I listen to him play, it's just it's it's there man it's I and mean, he's come up with some memorable parts still. Yeah, absolutely sunday, bloody sunday i mean it's just like those are cool drum parts I great mean, drum intro uh, you know bullet to blue sky which is on that record is great great slide playing but also just a great heavy drum intro very john bonham esque if you think oh, about yeah, it. oh yeah absolutely so i mean these guys draw from different influences even though they say this and that but like i said this album at the end of the day is for me it, it's a it's a masterpiece of songwriting yeah. and i think daniel lenoir who's a great guitar player and just a genius musician, and Brian Eno. Who, what else can I say, man? About those guys, have worked with. There's so many. they're song, so many like other, you know, records, and their resume is you know as long as my arm. Which as is, long as your arm. Well, we're going to talk longer than most things.
0: We're going to come back and talk some more about this, and we're going to talk about your picks because we had a lot of people chime in on Facebook this week. So we're going to go and mention everybody, but we're going to play another band. Um, I'm a little out of order, I apologize. Um, Again? I was going to, I played Mishti. I was actually going to play somebody else first, but let's go back. Uh, This is a band um, that I've been a fan of for a while. They're called Stone Giant, and this is a track called Wizard. Stone Giant on the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. It's a far. <laughs> How about that, huh, Keith? That's pretty good stuff, man. That is some good ass SH. You know what?
1: They are uh, Stone Giants.
0: StoneGiantBand.com. Go check them out. Buy all their stuff. Go to every show. Th- thus spaketh Ludini.
1: Yes. <laughs> Thank you. We're not We're worthy. not worthy. We're
0: not worthy. See those should be sound bites. I, I got to get with this. I got. I to get a system. If anybody can go out there and help the me out bites? with a system for like sound bites, because like well, we had the, the Halloween ones. I don't
1: know what. I, happened I, well, the we thing of
0: it is, it's like they're kind of a pain in the neck, and I got to do them on a computer. What I need is, I need them on a keyboard where I can hear to hit a button. It's just too. It's cumbersome to do it. Um, I
1: bring my $45 keyboard over if you want me I to. I have
0: a keyboard, but like, yeah. I need somebody to like put them in a file format and everything. Then no, I can, I can go.
1: just hit the button. Yeah, I, can, you know, I play you the know I'm saying? I'm
0: saying. What we need, in a row hey, listen. Bit. What we need is a producer, I want to make a kind of a little bit of an announcement before we get back into the Joshua Tree um, and um, uh, uh, synchronicity. This guy right here is moving to Nolens. Uh,
1: very yes, soon. He just came yes, back. I am, a nice yes, trip. I am. I'm going to be uh, departing from the so, PA scene. Listen,
0: guys. There's a couple things going on here. Um so I'm going I'm looking for another co-host. Keith will be chiming in from time to time. He'll fly in on Skype. We'll do some fun stuff, but we need another body here. So we're looking for uh, we and we we do go we do it here in Cannonsburg. So if you think you can get to Cannonsburg once a week and come down and you can spend some time rocking out with me, it would be really cool. The other thing I am looking for is I need a producer. I need somebody to come and help handle some of the technical stuff with this because it is just I want to do so much more and I can make this podcast like out of control professional we could go to a whole other freaking level um with with this yes taking it yes and i want to do like a more professional kind of video filming and everything so um i'm looking for those two things and we'll well, i'm going to run some craigslist ads and stuff but those who are listening out there um i would love to get you involved you know if you feel listen guys if you want to be an on-air personality keith what what do they need to be able to do
1: drink And, and talk and
0: talk you got to be able
1: to no, talk. No, I mean, it, it helps to know what the hell you're talking about, too. But I just, you know, I made the mistake of coming here. I thought it was going to be more Lou doing the talking. But no, it's he wants that kind of camaraderie between the we, two. We got to have it. And this the guy. Chem- in- the chemistry. And the first time, I mean, I'll admit it, the first time I did one, I sucked out loud. Like <laughs> it was like a $15 whore in here. So anyway, it's just basically you have to, like, and ever since then, I've been, I'm like a man on fire. I'm He's in fuego, great, dude, man.
0: Dude, you're, you're, you're great. And I you can call. We can do Skype. If you, you know, if I am going to do Skype. So, chi, so we'll have you chime in during Sky, uh, on Skype, and we'll have, we'll have a good time. Um, but in the meantime, we are looking for another warm body in here, and I really need a producer. I need somebody to come in here and handle some of the technical aspects of it, keep my hands free so I can be a little more creative and do more of the fun stuff I want to do. All right, guys. So that's enough about that. So let's get back to the Joshua Tree. And let's. synchronicity, synchronicity. Listen, let's give you guys a little bit of fun facts about the Joshua Tree. First of all, the 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 uh, the, the mixing engineer and producer, excellent producer in his own right, Steve Lillywhite, was the mixing engineer. Um, That's awesome. On this, and his wife, Kirsty McCall, did the track uh, sequencing. For the album. So I don't know if you know who Kirsty McCall is. Kirstie, do you know Kirsty? who she is? She's a great singer-songwriter in her own right and uh, died in a tragic uh, boating accident about 15 years ago. But um, That I did not know. Yes, but uh, v- v- very talented um, uh, singer-songwriter. uh, uh amazing Uh, just absolutely amazing Um, but anyways before we're not this isn't about Kirstie McCall maybe we'll do another podcast on that but um, the band's penchant for addressing political and social issues as well as their uh, state depiction of um, you know the the sort of uh, photographs on the album and everything became a target for derision after the band's critically uh, uh, maligned Rattle and Hum project now this is so interesting because in my mind Joshua Tree and Rattle and Hum are kind of like intertwined you know, they are... This is... Rattle and Humble is a sort of live version of it. But a lot of people were very disappointed with it and felt that it was kind of pompous. They did a, 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 a film... Did you ever see the movie? Mm-hmm. Now, I saw it in the theater. I went to see it in the movie theater. I was such a huge U2 fan.
1: Um, it's definitely... They definitely go hand in hand, though. And, and,
0: and The Joshua like, Tree has been acclaimed by writers and music critics as one of the most important albums uh, of all time. Um, uh, that's you know, a very
1: good word for it, though. That's It's an important album, yeah. I think. It, you know, like I said... Even if you like, like I said, I don't know, I keep, I hate, I hate to keep preaching this, but if you don't like you too, I know a lot of people that don't. They, you know, they're not, a, you know, just they're not real heavy. But it's just a, listen. If you're trying to, if you're out there trying to write songs, maybe give them a listen, man. I mean, it's you know, the Beatles aren't that heavy either, but they did pretty well for themselves as songwriters. You know, so yeah, it's the just, Beatles, yeah they did okay. They're okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, those guys they from they those they four lads from albums. Liverpool. There's four lads from Liverpool. They can, you know, they do a couple of things here and there. <laughs>
0: The tour. It's just songwriting and The tour and hope, grossed forty, f- as in four zero million million <laughs> dollars, uh, and drew three million attendees.
1: Wow, yeah, that's not too bad for so, a couple guys that could barely play. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, and 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 Bono believed that they were musically unprepared for their yeah, success. He's,
1: yeah, he's he's admitted that. Um, uh, Larry times. Motlin jr
0: says we were the biggest but we weren't the best you know I, you know what's interesting is like and I don't know you know and, and I know you t- I know Bono get you know get, can be like a little obnoxious yeah. but at the end of the day I think there is a humility uh, with those four guys that a lot of other big bands just don't have I mean even with all of bono's sort of posturing and sort of trying to be involved in politics and you know coming across as a sort of savior kind of, care um, I think at the end of the day, I think that I think what the 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 difference between you two and the police is, you two were able to kind of like still be four friends who played music. It's despite yes. their arguing. I mean, I know the song one is about them practically breaking up, but they didn't break up and they're still doing music. They just came to Pittsburgh back in May. I mean, you know, they're still putting out albums. They're still
1: kick ass. They, you know, they still rock. I mean, like I said. You know, there's, this, I think, is their, I think they put out really good records, but this is their swan song. This is the one that I think is th- by far their best record from head to toe. There's songs, you know, that have been huge hits for them, and but I think as a whole, the Joshua Tree is there. You hall.
2: <laughs>
1: Damn it, Beavis. Um... If you um, if you listen, like I said, if you listen to that album, it's it is truly just a, it's a work of art, man. Just definitely a great, great record. Not to mention the other record we're talking about. I don't have to give too much airtime to the boys from Ireland, but the, uh, arr, 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 the Ireland, arr, Ireland. Unfortunately, we have to say that even at maybe the peak of their career, the police. After synchronicity, we're done, man. It, yeah, they it, just... It, it pretty much and,
0: just... And, 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 and see, this is the difference... This with sucks, but it's... Well, you know. this is the difference between you two and the police. You two were four friends. You, The police were like three guys who were with like... A lo- this a lot is of really, ego. With a lot of ego. They knew it was successful. They weren't stupid and didn't throw it away. But when they got to number one, when they did the biggest record of their career, they're like... They, and they went out on a bang. As opposed to like you know, kind of like going on and on and on, and maybe doing records that weren't as good. So I mean, my suspicion is not because I mean the police are like, if you were to put the musician to musician That's up no, against the U two guys, not, not com-
1: no comparison, right? That's how, why I don't want to bring that in. Excuse how, me.
0: However, though, however, I think in the grand scheme of things, and the you step take do the step back thing, I think that U two is the better band. I as think a you're, band I as a band i think not, you're high as the goddamn <laughs> i don't mean as individual guy. i don't i don't mean as individual musicians but in terms of a cohesive unit that can work together work out their differences and keep coming back and i mean even if you're not okay granite i know their last record and stuff like that wasn't on the charts and it wasn't big but if you listen to it it's still solid well written well crafted music that they're still able to put out, whereas the police, they that fell apart,
1: it just they could not keep it going, they could not, and got, which was unfortunate. Because the, here's another thing, too, they did try to after synchronicity, they did try to reunite or like get together and try to record another album a few years later, and I think it just kind of was aborted, we'll say, because they just couldn't come to any sort of you know agreement on anything so and obviously they did that wildly successful reunion tour which i got the pleasure to see so thank you god for that um but um the police are probably one of my top three favorite bands of all time i
0: love them they they are i think they're absolutely amazing and i'm right with you on that Stuart
1: copeland is one of my biggest influences he is one of the reasons i started playing drums and he is an amazing amazing musician and has done so much more outside the police and is, is brilliant. Uh, Sting, what else can I say? The guy went on to have a huge solo career, in which I really, really like a lot of his solo records. Andy Summers has done a ton of stuff, man. He's a great photographer. Uh, he's just a brilliant uh, guitar player. He has a ton of technique. I mean, it's like sometimes maybe he gets put in the back a little bit because the other two were so high profile, but. Uh, he's he's right up there with those guys. Yeah, I a mean.
0: lot of people do not realize what a great guitarist Andy Summers really is. I mean, he's a jazz guy. Like he's like he has actually like jazz albums out with like, oh, he's you know, He played
1: stuff with Stuff with Robert Fripp. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's yeah, done a lot of yeah. like, you know, scores of things, you know, movie soundtrack Yeah, things. yeah, of course. I mean, he's done a lot of a lot of stuff and you know, Sting has done, you know, he's Sting, man. He's he's done his thing for how long now. So, and, So
0: so let's go ahead and talk about let's go ahead and give shout outs because I really Guys, you don't know how much this means to me when we when we put a post up like this and you guys chime in and you talk about, your you express your feelings. So I want to respect that. Bart Pull, Synchronicity. It's a shame that the police couldn't continue to dominate and be the biggest band on the planet. Um,
1: Bart, you're a friggin' genius because I was you thinking that, man.
0: Okay. Uh, uh, Anthony Beniflor, uh, both are so incredibly ace and epic. I vote for synchronicity by the police. Hearing King of Pain made my ears <laughs> smile. I love that, my ears I'm, I'm, smile. I'm, I'm, I was
1: can I steal that, Anthony, please?
0: I was lucky enough to see the police two times in Philly, and hearing it live was a dream come true. Uh, John Ladd, synchronicity. I had never heard anything so varied and deep and dark and interesting. I realized that there was more to music than she left me, I'm sad, etc. So true, John. Thank you. Thank you, John. Um, Mike uh, Tricartan, it's so deep, it's so wide inside synchronicity, effect without a cause. Uh, Roland Roberts, synchronicity was the first cassette tape I ever owned. I wore it out. Yes. And, And I think that that is one of those things, like I commented on Robert's reply because it's funny how something like that, Ends up making the music so much more important to you because it's like the first whatever, the first cassette or the first 45 or the first CD or the first concert, and very often that ends up being the thing that you, like you really sticks with you. Anyways, moving on, uh, David uh, Perilla. I'll pick the Joshua Tree. Thank you, David. Oh, we got uh, one, we got a one for you too there. Nice, David. Very good, man. Doug, Doug Weatherby. Uh, that's a very good question. Joshua Tree, I like from beginning to end synchronicity. I like certain songs. So I, think I like
1: that a lot because, like I said, I'll get to my point in a minute here. But that's that's pretty much where I'm going. And, with
0: and I got a shout, shout out to my buddy, Andy Taravella. Andy's a, a fantastic musician. In his own right, he's a drummer. Do you know Andy?
1: I've not met Andy, but I know he who he is. I'm sure he's very influenced by Stuart Copeland. I know that and Andy his, is, and is, he is a very, very good drum, drummer in his own right. Yeah, too, he says, so. I
0: love The Police and that album. So, Andy, yeah, so, so Duh, I, Andy, David, Roland, Mike, John, and Anthony, and Bart. Guys, thank you, thank you, thank you. for. Hey, listen, uh, this brings me up to one other point I want to throw out there real quick just to kind of digress. Please share the podcast please 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 share the podcast because so when you share the podcast these bands that we're playing that you're that you're listening to bands like um uh, Misty. Misty Stone Giant and we're going to play so in, in a minute um, I mean this this is for them that's what this is for we're doing this for them all right the topic and stuff is like fun for all of us to hang out and get along with but we want to pr- promote the music so Please share the podcast. When you do, it really helps these artists get some uh, get some ears on their music that may not uh, they may not normally hear. Um, <clears throat> so, do you want to give your uh, do you want to give your pick? And I'll give mine. Or how do you want to do it? Yeah,
1: let's do it, man.
0: Oh, wait a minute here. Hold on to first? Nah, just, just a second. It's yeah, your nah,
1: party, and you'll pick if you want to. It's my
0: party, and I'll pick if I want to pick if I want to. I am okay. Here's what I'm gonna say. I, Synchronicity is a beloved record of mine. Just absolutely beloved. I have it on vinyl. I, it was really, really, really important to me. It gave um, me an
1: ear boner when I heard it
0: <laughs> ear boner. King of Pain is one of my favorite songs that they ever did. Uh, you know I, I related to so much of the song Synchronicity too. in some ways, oh, I would love to hear like a heavy band remake that. That is just such a rocking. Uh, I've it's on it in the bands. Most, we're just not, you know. That's one of the most rocking tunes they ever did. Uh, I love that record, but I have to go with the Joshua Tree. The Joshua Tree was one of those records, like, when I got that record, uh, man, the teachers were on my ass about my hair. I, you know, I didn't like my school. I was, like, pissed. Hi, I would come home, I'd put that record on, and, man, I was like, ugh somebody gets me like this is this is something that can i can relate to they relate to me they understand me and it was more of that thing for me so just on a personal level i mean i can't speak for anybody else but i vote personally in my opinion it is absolutely hands down the joshua church
1: So, anyway. so now Keith anyway, Hawkins is going to chime
0: in. He's going to give can us a... I,
1: can I get a minute here, please? Jamie, the Christmas is... Can I get a table dance? Can I get a table dance? All right, anyway, so let me just tell you this, that that's a very good pick. That's just my opinion. You're 50% right at this point, because <laughs> you had two picks, so you're 50% right on the thing. Um, for me, this was a tough one, and I beat myself up, and I actually still have two scars from it, but... Uh, the Police are one of my favorite bands of all time. Wait, you, host. Before you do your thing, hold on a minute. Hold go, on a minute. There day, you man. go. Cut me off again.
0: Where, where, he's Bogart a whiskey. This I'm guy sure. does this all the time. I'm shooting. If it you want to a co-host of this podcast, I'm shooting it. intervenously so the
1: it works faster. There's actually a needle running up into my.
0: He's taking it
1: into, <laughs> my, into <laughs> my into my boys. And my gonna, boys. Anyway. Oh God. So the. Song. I'll agree with you that the. Pound for pound, better songs and better album overall, just due to the fact that there's a couple tunes on Synchronicity that it's hard for me to say. But like you know, songs like Miss Gradenco and See, you know like Tea in the Sahara. I'm not oh, a rub, I like you know you. I mean, I'm so do I. But I just I'm, I still listen to uh, a couple of the other. Well, in your
2: footsteps. That's great. That's that that's awesome, great,
1: man. man. That that's great too, man. I mean, I'm not just a guy that's trying to dig out the hits, but you know. Uh, One Tree Hill and you know Red Hill Mining Town these uh, In God's Country these are sing-along great songs, there. songs there's a whole bunch of songs on some... the Joshua
0: Tree that never made the radio that are they're like they're great it's actually the reason they didn't make they're the probably, radio
1: they're probably actually better than some of the songs well, that well, made the the reason radio. they didn't make
0: the radio is because the other songs made the radio if yeah. those songs weren't on if they'd have done like a half-ass record where they did some filler music those songs would have been hit Trip Through Your Wires those would have been big hits I'm sorry,
1: go ahead. Bullet to Blue Sky is one of my favorite U2 songs. It's amazing. Not just a drum intro, I mean, which is totally badass, but uh, at the end of the day, I'm a little bit torn, and I hate to say that I'm going to have to go. The Joshua Trees, pound for pound, probably the better overall record, song wise, but the police are just more, um, like, to me, the better band, even though you don't agree with that. Just the musicianship and. God, I mean that's the thing where it leaves to imagination where could they have went because they were already at the top of their game and in a decade where you had like pop rolling a lot of times where you had the Michael Jackson's Prince, Madonna these bands were still rocking and they still had something to say and it just got cut short you know so egos got in the way see how I got distracted there for a second so at the end of the day for me it's it's kind of a toss up but it's the better record is The Joshua Tree, but The Police are my band. Actually, Synchronicity is probably not even my favorite Police record, if you think about it. It's not. I like Zenyatta Mendada better. I like uh, Regatta de Blanc better. I mean, so we were just pitting two juggernauts against each other, but I have to kind of like, I weaseled my way out of that one a little bit. <laughs> you, know, so.
0: you got I'm sorry, Keith. You kind of you got you
1: get the Attaboy Award this week for like. It's not even my fa- favorite Police record. It's a, it's, a, it's a great record, but at the same time, just when I hear the Police, I get excited. I get an ear boner. So it's just basically I,
0: my my favorite record of theirs. Honestly, if you want to talk about it, is is uh, Atlantis uh Atlantis is yeah. That is my favorite record. They are so edgy and they're so it's so in your face, but yet they've got that musicality that like like the class. Listen, London Calling. I know it's a classic, but the Clash did not as great of a punk rock band Fuck as the Clash, Clash was. Man. They Fuck could the not did touch suck, what. No, I disagree. But no, I, they could not. Joe Strummer, that. dude, are you kidding? Yeah, he's we, strumming on this. An amazing songwriter. No, he's not.
1: Oh, it's dumb, that, That's the only. That's what. Once again, Rolling Stone. When, are, when are you Rolling, in New
0: Orleans? R- again? Rolling
1: Stone made them great <laughs> because they said, "Oh, that's the band. Only band that matters." Yeah, whatever. I'd rather listen but, to the Velvet Underground.
0: No, you would not. You and hate to Stop it. I, I hate, hate them, you. too, actually. You yeah. hate
1: them. I'd rather listen to Springsteen more than I <laughs> listen to You love Springsteen. Can we tell
0: you about this. <laughs> no, guys. don't do two this. Two weeks ago.
1: No, don't two do weeks it. I was ago. drunk.
0: Two weeks ago. I was drunk. We, I listened to, listen to Meatloaf
1: one night when I was drunk. I Good go to Keith's house. Then I ate a Meatloaf. So what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he says to me. He's like, yeah, yeah, I can't. It's Springsteen, I don't dig Springsteen. He's overrated. And he's like, over, oh, he's terrible. Blah blah blah. And, and I thing name you know, was terrible.
1: I said he was overrated. Next thing
0: you know, he's like, he's playing me, sp- like it's like two hours of Springsteen songs that he loves. I'm like, dude, you can't like twenty of the guy's songs. In th- Listen, not like I'm the gonna music. tell you a little story. When, when I get like, hammered up, mind. when
1: I get hammered up, I start to like pop more and more. <laughs> like the other day, I listened to a goddamn Wham record in my underwear. I couldn't take it no more. You ever hear that song "Last Christmas"? Anyway, next next week is going to be Wham versus Culture Club. That's a tough one.
0: (laughs) We're going to get back to hard rock and metal next week. I promise, guys. Sorry, Um, sorry
1: for the pop letdown. It was a lot of
0: fun, dude. Uh, It was a lot of fun, and I love and 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 and, this will get replayed. People love it. Um, I want to thank everybody for hanging out with us uh, today. It was a lot of fun. Samantha Hawkins just
1: uh, she just say? popped
0: in, so what's she saying? I don't know what she's saying.
1: You saying something she positive, said, you're, right?
0: You're late for dinner. Um, what? <laughs> so, anyways, uh, we we do have another band, so let's not forget that. We've got we'll to forget band. that. And this is a band I've never played. I, I I just discovered today. This is a band called Sewin'. and check this out. Um, this is a song called Sectarian. Oh, a lot of complicated words in this band. Um, but, Anyways, so sectarian on the Ludini hard rock and metal circuit. Wow, so and from uh, the album uh, Lakaya, sectarian is the name of the track, and uh, it has a little E next to it, like there was an explicit lyrics. I didn't hear any explicit lyrics in I it, I so I played it. it. Uh, before that, it we, shocking, had, we had, <laughs> we had Stone, Stone Giant with the track Wizard. Uh, Billy Mank, thank you, Billy. Hey, thank you for chiming in, buddy. Billy's a great musician, by the way. Uh, So before that, we had Stone Giant, uh, Wizard off the album Stone Giant. And then uh, we had, uh, at the beginning, we had Mishti with her single, uh, Obsessed. Uh, Mishti's a really cool artist. I got to meet her. uh, If you guys uh, check out LudiniRockandRollCircus.com, we got some great interviews coming up. And Mishti is one of them. I was uh, telling Keith before the podcast, I got to meet um, Billy Crane. Uh, Billy Crane is a... uh, Uh, a a, a songwriter from Nashville brother of Tommy Crane who was the guitarist in the Charlie Daniels band for many years. He's the guy that plays He played
1: the the Gold Top Les Paul
0: The Gold Top Les Paul. You know what I'm talking about then Absolutely. And Billy has that guitar now that's the guitar he plays
1: Um,
0: because Tommy passed away I think in 2011 Um, but uh, it's a really fun interview. It's going to be up soon. You guys are going to really enjoy it. I also did uh, an interview with a band called American Darlings which this band is very cool. Um, kind of like um, Power Pop, um, Super Drag meets Fountains of Wayne. Really great songwriting. Um, and I met uh, Jason Maximilian and we had a great uh, talk. It was a lot of fun. So it was a really good show. And I'm really uh, uh, excited for you guys to hear that podcast as well. So lots of good stuff you get at Ludini Rock and Roll um,
1: why and, uh, Yo, why is Billy Mank listening from a hospital room, man? What's up, Billy? You Billy, all right? what's going on, brother? You all right? You all right, what's Billy?
0: What's... Billy Mink's listening from a hospital room. What's going on, hey, buddy? Hey, Billy, give you us okay? the feedback,
1: man. You all good? You all right?
0: Billy is a great musician. Uh, I've uh, had my pleasure to play with him uh, several times and a great uh, sax player. Um, cool dude. Good guy. So, so you um, better be
1: all right, bro. We yeah, need you.
0: We need you, man. We can't afford to lose anybody. Speaking of losing people, we want
1: to give a... Uh, sort of sad shout-out to Malcolm Young. Um, let's take a couple minutes for the Malcolm, one of the all-time heavyweights of the rhythm guitar world and hard rock. So let's just give a minute of... Uh, anybody got any Malcolm Young shout-outs? You know, I mean, the guy was just the rock, the glue of, of ACDC for, man, Jesus, over, what, 40 I, years, If man. you've
0: ever tried to uh, cover a ACDC song um, without... Um, Without a rhythm guitar without a second guitarist, without a rhythm guitarist in the band, well then you know exactly man. how important Malcolm Young uh, was and is uh, to the sound of ACDC. So well, I'm gonna give a little shout out to Malcolm right now. Let's we're gonna do go it, ahead and do I wanna a little, I wanna hear it. We're gonna do a little shout out to Malcolm Young here. So we can skip the ads.
1: Good, Phil Rudd.
2: We got to play
0: our guitar to
2: this.
0: Mr. Shit, man. Just absolutely the stuff, man, and uh, just you know, what can you say about AC/DC? <laughs> Just a very important band. and I, I want to. Uh,
1: Phil Rudd didn't really need them three toms or something. Just Guess I never noticed them before. I what also want to. I also
0: want to give a quick shout out to um, to an, another guy who. Uh, I, I mean, not definitely, you know, not in the hard rock heavy metal. No, um, we thing talked at all. about
1: this beforehand, and it's you know, someone and, and it, that you know you've you've seen on TV, and you were like, that dude's cool. So you've and uh, throw it D- out there, D- buddy.
0: David uh, Cassidy
1: clinging uh, to life, probably, Yeah, just clinging point. to
0: life at this point. Organ failure and um, just really unfortunate situation. The man, same ailment, by the way, that Malcolm Young was suffering from, dementia. I mean, and you look at something like this and this young
2: very, guy. Very
1: close in age and just, yep. you know. Sleeping and
0: right in the
2: middle of a good dream. I call at once I wake up from something that keeps knocking at my brain.
0: Go insane. I hold my pillow to my head. He was a heartthrob. I mean, like nothing. Lou still I, likes I, him. I remember, like, like I had a lot of girl cousins. There's more, way more girls in our family than there are boys, and um, all my girl cousins like had all the teen beat magazines with his picture sure. and everything and like all the girls yeah, cool at school hair. loved him yeah he had great hair and he was kind of like i would come i was telling keith like i would come up from school uh when i was like in, you know in grade school and the partridge family would be on you know after school like it was in syndication and you know so david Cassidy was kind of an important person to me in that era you know, when I became more into rock and roll, what was like, that was
1: like, like? The late '70s I was on.
0: No, early '70s. Early '70s. Uh, early 70s. Holy 70s. hell! So, uh, so I mean, later when I got into real like, I must have saw real the re-
1: rock. I saw the reruns. Yeah, no, no. I remember just-, just watching that too. And he's, you know, he's, he's playing acoustic guitar. He's jamming. He's playing. With, they got the band up there rolling. So, The Partridge Family is probably one of my actually first visual looks yeah. at it. Like, you know, whether they were playing or not, I have no idea. But yeah. it's just you know.
0: Absolutely. So, so uh, we just we wish David Cassidy all the best. I, I hope that, you know, but dementia is usually not something you recover from, unfortunately. Uh, so anyway, so uh, on that happy note,
1: <laughs> now that we brought you all down, I'm going to bring you back up.
0: Keith is going to bring us back up because Keith, uh, we spent the uh, uh, the past few days in New Orleans, and um, you had an interesting experience at the airport. I did coming here. back from
1: the airport today. I flew into from 70-degree 70 70 degree weather, almost 80 degrees, with a T-shirt on, to the my current home, the Berg, and it's freaking snowing outside, you know, flurrying. And so i am got my luggage, and I go to my little shuttle to get up to my car, and I look over, and who is standing at the airport but the awesome, fabulous, legendary guys from King Crimson. And if I had my luggage just a little later, I probably would have got to, like, do my little fanboy thing, but I just happened to be getting on the shuttle to go, and I turn over, turn around, and there's, there's Gavin Harrison, there's you know Robert Fripp, there's Mastalato. They're playing tomorrow at the Palace Theater in Greensburg. So if you're a King Crimson fan, you should go check them out. Legendary players. But as I look over there, they are, and I turned you know fanboy again, and I was like waving like some little child, like going down the street, but... And there you go.
0: 21st century schizoid man in the Court of the Crimson King. Great tracks. Um, so, and they are playing in Pittsburgh. And so, uh, Keith, any speaking of that, any announcements or anything you'd like to uh, say before we get the heck out of here tonight?
1: Do you have anything to say? I'm asking you. Oh. <laughs> I'm asking you. you have anything <laughs> you want to share? No, not right now. I'm good, man. Good. I'm just, you know, good, we're y'all just going to... Gonna...
0: I still it's haven't found that house yet down there in we, New Orleans. I so. put an offer on a house okay, in New Orleans, so
1: I'm like, you know, like, pick think my Pittsburgh time may be short, you know, but I'll still be hanging through the holidays and uh, keeping this chair warm for the next lucky boy and or girl, and hopefully they're as handsome as and as <laughs> well-spoken as me. Um, but other than that, man, that's just something I'll miss. But, I mean, for right now, I'm still, I'm still the co-pilot here, and, you know, if I have many gigs coming up? I teach lessons at school, rock and Castle Shannon. You know, four or five days a week at times. So it's uh, it's one of them things where I just like I love music. I'm gonna go to New Orleans and just I'm gonna give it a shot, man, as they say. So give it a shot. I'm gonna give it a shot and just uh, I'm kind of a I'm kind of a jazz fan and I like a lot of different kinds of music. So I'm gonna just get my try to get my feet wet down there with whatever I can and just get. Give it a whirl, man. Give How's it a whirl. Yeah.
0: All right, guys. You've been listening to Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. Uh, go to ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Uh, give a shout-out to the bands we had tonight. We had Mishti, and that is mishti.com, M-I-S-H-T-I.com.
2: Stone Giant.
0: Go to stonegiant.com. And then the last band was Sewin', and you want to go to sewinmusic.com and uh, check out everything they have going on. Uh, you know, when these bands come to your city or whatever, and you like them, go see them from Fritz. From Bone or something, all right?
1: You should just go out and see loud music anyway.
0: Yeah, anyways, no matter what it is, uh, hot punk, cool funk, even if it's old junk, it's still rock and roll. rock and roll, man. Just like right. Billy Joel said. That's right. So, anyways, guys, uh, Lou Dini, rock and roll you can catch up with everything we have going on. Uh, if you are a musician, you're looking for to find ways to leverage the internet more effectively to grow your fan base, check me out at music.com backslash more fans now lou music.com backslash more fans now oh by the way uh tim ferris is live so you can pop over to his channel if you want to check him out tim is a good dude um anyways guys thanks for hanging out with us ludini rock and roll circus and uh so this week man like crank up some records listen to some great music go back and listen to all some old stuff find some new bands you know, just dig it all. Get get into it, okay? If you hear a band here on the circus that you like, go check them out. Go go get their iTunes stuff. Do whatever you can, man, because you know the guys. You know all the people out there are saying, "Well, there's no good music. Rock and roll is dead." They haven't been listening to the Lutini hard rock. The uh, hell wrong story. with you? Exactly. It's
1: alive and well. Uh, Bands and he, still rock. Trust me.
0: Absolutely. All right, guys, we are gonna get the. Um, we're rock. gonna get the living we'll get the, heck. We're gonna get the rock out. We're of gonna here. get the rock out of here. So, you guys have a uh, great uh, 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 week, and we will be back next Sunday night to play more great hard rock and heavy metal for you with a cool topic we haven't picked yet, but we will. Guys, thanks for hanging out. We'll talk to you soon. Ludini, Happy
1: holidays too. Don't eat too much turkey, man. You don't eat too much turkey. Hey, don't, and I and don't be a turkey.
0: And I just want to. And I just want to say one last thing on the way out of here, uh, guys. Listen. No matter what music you like, whether you like the Joshua Tree, or you like Synchronicity, or you like frickin' Madonna, it doesn't matter. The most important thing I want everybody to remember out there is this You are the revolution.